Welcome to the English Out Loud podcast, a podcast where you can practice and enhance your overall speaking skills. Just to get a few tips on how you yourself can just get more of an American way of speaking. My name's Pat. I live in Mexico. I'm from Toronto. And uh, I teach English. Specifically these days, I teach speech skills. I teach muscle memory and I teach people how to speak in the way that I do. Because you see, when I grew up speaking, I never took classes on how to speak. I of course took English and grammar classes in school, but they didn't teach me the words. I already knew the words. They just taught me how to use them in the right way. However, the words we pick up through listening, and that's the skill that we are going to be working on today, is listening. In fact, listening on your end, on my end speaking. Now, I'm already great at speaking, but on the listening end, we're going to find out how you can listen, pick things up, and see some effective changes through listening. The sound that I would like to take a look at today is what we call kind of like a French EN sound. So this is a vowel sound. It's a vowel and then an N, an E and an N. And when we look at many words with an E and an N, such as maybe enjoy, entry, we find that it's very common, the sound is just a regular N. And that's what you learn in school, I imagine, is to pronounce E as E and N as N, N. So you're good at those ones. You know, you study those in school, easy peasy, lemon squeezy, nothing to it. Here's where this gets tricky. When we take French words, that have made their way into the English language. Then, we have to kind of take on the French pronunciation. Now, there aren't too many words like this, and by the way, we don't do the complete French pronunciation. It is a mix of an American and French pronunciation. I'll show you an example. The word encore. Encore. An encore is usually in a production. Whenever a show ends and you ask for an encore, maybe from a band, you want them to come out again and to, you know, play another song to, to give you something more. You're, they're saying again, again. We, you do this in English. Encore, encore. It's a good one to remember, encore. So when we consider that word, we're not using a French R, encore. We're not using that kind of an R. We're using an English R, encore. And so we take the French first half, but an American second half. You see what I mean? We're going to look at a handful of words similar to encore today, just to put you on track with this. Because this, I mean, it's not like you're going to use these words all the time, you know? So it's not as if it's worth uh, 
a whole bunch of time to just sit and study these and don't sweat over it. Don't worry about it. I'll tell you the useful ones. The rest of them, eh, you know, you figure them out as you go along. But I'll give you a handful of words that you can hear and start using today. So, if we're considering French-English words, I got a good one off the top of my head here. Entree. Entree. Now, what could entree mean? Okay, it sounds like the word enter, right? Entree. But it's really not. Entree is actually the main course of a meal. Now, I know entree sounds like it's uh, maybe the appetizer. You know, maybe the bread or something that you eat, a little snack before a meal. It is not this. The entree is the main course. Keep that one in mind. The next word that we're going to consider today is the word entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. An entrepreneur is somebody who operates outside of the spectrum of, you know, corporate, private, public businesses. They run their own business. They're responsible for themselves in how they manage things. And it's all about working with your own money, I suppose you could say. That's an entrepreneur. The next word that we're going to consider here is genre. This is a very common one. You'll find this if you're listening to this on a podcast app. You might see the word genre, spelled G-E-N-R-E, genre. Okay, now, of course, maybe you've pronounced this Jenner. I hear that often, Jenner. We don't want to say Jenner or anything like that, but genre, genre. So the genre of something is the, well, the type of something. I'll give you an example. Genres of music can be rock music, hip-hop. It can be pop music, R&B. So many things. K-pop, jazz, classical. And so, this is how you use it. What's your favorite genre of music? You know? Or if maybe you're in a car ride, somebody says, uh, let's put on some music. What genre do you want to listen to? Genre. Next up, en suite. En suite. This is a useful word here, en suite. En suite is the bathroom that is attached to the master bedroom. That is an en suite. So consider this when you're moving. Whenever you move to a new apartment, or wherever you go, you may see in the description it has an ensuite. So keep in mind the ensuite is the bathroom attached to the master bedroom. Ensuite. After ensuite, we are going to look at en route. En route. 
So if something is on route, it means it's on the way. I'll give you a tip. You can use on route to reduce the amount of words that you use. You see, Americans speak using fewer words. The more that you can say in fewer words, the better. That's why we link words together. That's why we sound like, you know, kind of we're speaking with mud in our mouth. <laughs> when you hear some Americans, it sounds like, Hey, maybe that's how I sound to you right now. That's okay. You know, everybody sounds a little bit funny, don't we? And that's all right. But the point is to say that when we use fewer words and we say more, we are speaking effectively, aren't we? And so if you take this term on route and you use it the next time that you are in a road trip, you could say we are on route to Chicago from New York uh, or on route to the Caribbean going on vacation on route to the Dominican Republic. Here we go. Cancun, Mexico. On route. I wish. I wish. After that, those are some on words. Some good on words. Now here's here are just a couple other French words I'll throw in there as well. I've just got a couple more minutes here that I'll chat for. And these words will, again, be particularly useful for reducing the amount that you say and just getting to the point, you know? Hey, if you can say an entire sentence with one word, that's the goal in English, you know? I guarantee you, you can probably already reduce some of your speech by 20, 30% fewer words to say more. This is one of the things that we want to work for. Here's a good French one here, déjà vu. Déjà vu. Now this is French for I've seen this before. Déjà vu. We use this in English when we see something that we think is, you know, it's kind of a repetition. Something that you've seen before. It feels like I've already lived this. We all get that funny feeling now and then. Deja vu. Another cliche. Cliche is... A cliche is a phrase or an opinion that's kind of overly used. And it's just unoriginal in thought. Maybe an overly used phrase or expression or something that maybe even is stereotypical. For example, here is a cliche stereotypical Canadian. Hey, how's it going there, guys? Yeah, me and my bud just uh, heading on down to the road there, down the dock to go catch some bass and uh, go eat some maple syrup and drink a Molson. So cliche. Sometimes it's funny, the use of the word cliche is cliche. It's kind of funny because when it's overly used, then and somebody keeps on saying, oh, that's so cliche, that's so cliche. Then it's like, all right, buddy, come on, that's, that's a little cliche. 
Let's calm it down. So don't use it too much or else it starts to become cliche, doesn't it? The next one and the final one that we're going to consider today is creme de la creme. That's how Americans say it. And I know any French listeners that I have are grinding their teeth and clenching their fists hearing me say it like that. Creme de la creme. It's the creme de la creme. That's what we Americans say. Sorry. It's not as fancy as the French way, but it's what we do. Now, the creme de la creme means it's the best of the best. It is the top, top result. These classes, now these podcasts that you're listening to, this is the creme de la creme. Yeah, now this is, this is what you want. So when you think creme de la creme, okay, what's that funny way that he said to remember it? Oh, right, his podcast is the creme de la creme. Creme de la creme, of English classes, that is. We're going to wrap things up for today. This, as I said, not a particularly long episode today. We're just taking it easy with a couple of tips on how you can improve your overall speech. So, use these words. I'm going to quickly read through them one more time. I would like for you to listen to my pronunciation. And for any French listeners that I have... I'm sorry that they don't sound quite the way you might like them to. But that just goes to say there's something that you may need to change if you want to use these words in English effectively. The first, entree, the main course of a meal. Entrepreneur, somebody who works for themselves. Genre, the type of something. On route is like on the way. Deja vu. I've seen this before. Cliche. Something that's overly used and unoriginal in thought. Creme de la creme. What you're hearing right now, this podcast is the creme de la creme. However, if you need another example, creme de la creme, Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan is the creme de la creme of of universal actors. You know, Jackie Chan makes everybody laugh. Uh, He apparently he sings. He does everything. He is the creme de la creme. Jackie Chan. Creme de la creme. Okay, well. Have a uh, wonderful day. Happy to have spoken with you today. I'm happy to have any listeners who are listening. And I just can't wait to share more knowledge with you soon. So have a good day and take it easy.